Hey, yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of our interview series here on We Create Music TV. And today, man, or tonight, I always say today. I don't know. Still, to, I guess it's still today or tonight. I got my man, Chris Taylor, with us. Y'all give it up for Chris Taylor. What's yo, good, yo, brother? Yo, what's going on, B? How are you feeling hey. tonight? Hey, I'm good. I am. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it was like 54 degrees here in Atlanta. I'm I love it. Good, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> Look, I love it. And where everyone's, every other place is cold, we still get, you know, the 50 degree, 50 degree weather. Yeah. But it, it was wild because, yeah. like, go from like snowing, ice, like, all right, cool. Low oh, that's, to, oh, it's nice outside again. Oh, that's the, like, the day after it snowed, it was like 61. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, it this is just crazy, man. Like, it's Atlanta. Atlanta's it's Atlanta. Atlanta's crazy, but that's right. That's what we love Atlanta for. That's why we. That's why we love it. That's why we do what we do. So, man, I appreciate you being here. So, as with every interview, how I started off, tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself to those who are watching, and also talk about how did you get into this whole music world. I'm always interested in finding out how people started in this whole music thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh... My name is Chris Taylor, artist named Dope Chris Taylor. And uh, music was very, it's an interesting journey for me. So to give background, like my mom, like, and shout out to Madre, cause I know she's watching, but uh, my mom will always like come up with these like clever li lines. Like anytime I was growing up, it was like, she'd be like, hey, you know, know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Or, you know, hey, are you ready, Freddy? Or like different things like that. And I was like, always amused by that. And so kind of growing up as well, like, some of her favorite artists that she like enjoyed was like Biggie. Like she was a huge Biggie fan. So like, it's kind of like natural though. It's just kind of like passed down onto me. And then, uh, but I didn't start rapping until like, believe it or not, maybe like four years ago, mm. that whole journey between like when I was little and then, then was kind of like occupied by me being a drummer. Like I would travel across the Southeast being a part of a drum corps, pretty much like professional marching band, uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, doing different things. And uh, after, yeah, after my tenure with drumming, I was just like, no, let me try this rapping thing. Because uh, it's was, always been he was in my getting heart. Nick Cannon. So, yeah. Hey, you he know, getting... look, Nick Cannon, <laughs> try to be like was... Nick Cannon. Shout out to You're Nick. getting your Nick Cannon on. <laughs> look, hey, I was, look, I was doing everything. I was rapping. Hey. Look, I'm not wilding out right now, but, you know, hey, life is good. Hey, you, what you mean, there, my, I'm about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love you, it. Well, I don't know. I'm glad. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So, so you know, you're born, born and raised in Atlanta. Yeah. Swanee. Yeah. To be, to be more. Swan yeah. Swanee, Swanee, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like up in Gwinnett. Where the me goes from? Oh, where the me goes from? Okay. That's what's good. You know. So, so it's funny. Your mom had all of those different sayings. Uh, as you were growing up, I mean, what did you find intriguing about about those things themselves? So like, yeah. So like with those things, like it it makes me laugh, like how easy it kind of like sticks in my mind because uh, I wouldn't think like a simple rhyme where it's just like, like I said, know what I mean, Jelly Bean. Like, there's nothing like witty or wordy about that rhyme. It's just like it just flows so naturally. So like, eventually, kind of just started to get into my vocabulary where it's just like I would just say stuff. 
like even if it doesn't make sense like oh like i used to say hey if you're hot you're hot or you know awesome awesome uh just like little mm-hmm. like small phrases because uh yeah like that's kind of like how she got into my mind so i just kind of like improvised that and kind of just like start doing that like my my co-workers at my day job like they they will copy a lot of my phrases and uh mm. but at the same time it just like it kind of just like it shows me that man like what that effect that my mom did to me i have the ability to kind of do that effect to other people and that's like, mm-hmm. like the beauty of this music thing you know that's right yeah I, you know i think that's why i love music in that way because it has the ability to impact others whether in a positive way or a negative way it impacts someone and it's going to impact people at different levels, right? So one song may really touch a person where another song may touch a person like, okay, that's cool. I like what he's saying. But another, that one song may, while well, I was going through this and that really touched me. I'm going to tell you like one of my favorite songs is J. Cole, yeah, tell me. Love Yours. I like, I love, I mean, J. Cole's my, Look, look, Chris, everybody knows. No, we can they, talk they about watch, J. Cole for the rest of the hour. When they watch the <laughs> show, they all know that J. Cole is my favorite rapper. Right now, right? I've had favorite rappers throughout the career, I'm out, you know, my life. But right now, J. Cole, well, he's he's one of them. I ain't gonna say he's my favorite. Probably, though. Yeah. But he's but he's in my top five. So, like, Method Man is in my top five. He will always be in my top five. But J. Cole's song, Love Yours, when I first heard it, I was like wow, no such thing as a life that's better than yours. Like, because when you really think about it, we are compared to people. Yeah. We co- we compare ourselves to other people. And maybe there was a time in my life and that was unknown to me that I was kind of struggling with that identity going. And, and actually there was, there was a time that I was going through that identity, that I, that I identity comparing myself to other people, whether it was friends, whatever the case. But that song hit me and I was like, no such thing as a life that's better than yours. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let me love this life. Let me love what I got. Let me love what I, but you're right. I could talk about J. Cole for, you know. Yo, you and me both. (laughs) You and me both. (laughs) But yeah, you know, and so music, music is that way. It touches people on, on many different levels. You know, I think one of the interesting things that you just said was, that your mom influenced you, you have the ability to influence others, and you've seen that influence, you know, in your day-to-day job. You know, you know, my background is in organizational development and leadership training. So I've trained, oh gosh, fifty thousand plus people in my <clears throat> years of training, and um, yeah, I mean, I have always taught people that you will take on the behaviors and personalities of the people that you hang around the most. Without you, without even knowing yes. it, you you will you'll start to pick up those mannerisms that everybody else or people, whether they're good or bad, that they display. You will start to pick them up without even knowing it until somebody points it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've, the I've had, average of the yeah. five people you spend time with. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So the people that you spend time with, you're going to be influenced by those. Which anybody watching, it's always good to have people who are around you that help build you up right yeah you got to figure out yeah don't yeah but anyway but you know so your mom influenced you and you influenced others um so kind of talk about your 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 background when it comes to to music right so you were doing percussion so how did that kind of influence you as as an artist 
Yeah. So uh, one of the best things that I think that could have happened to me when I started percussion was uh, seeing how a whole band has a responsibility where it's no longer like, oh, hey, I got to make sure I play drums loud and do cool little stick tricks because the show's about me. It's like, hey, sometimes I got to like, you know, play piano because, hey, this is not about me. So like, I kind of love that I kind of went through that percussion stage with like overall band because like going down to like making music, hey, it's no longer like, oh, I need to like out rap everybody or out wit. Sometimes it's like, hey, this beat is the feature. Like one of my favorite, uh, sorry to go on a tangent, but like one of my favorite uh, live performances I like to listen to is uh, Luther Vandross. Uh, what you know about Luther? What you know about man, Luther? Hey, man, hey, you talking about Jay Cole for out. We can talk about Luther. We can talk about Lenny. I mean, Big Luther, Big Luther, Little Luther. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Big Luther. Oh, Big Luther. Hey. Look, hey, look, if, let me hold you tight. If only for and for one night. Look, hey, That's look, right. Hey, I can keep That's you right. here. Mm. That's look, right. But uh, the, one of the beautiful things that he did, like let, letting a piano have a solo moment. And like mm. I just fell in love with that where everybody knows Luther's voice is amazing, no questions asked. But mm -hmm. to let other instruments have that quote-unquote vocal or a verse, like that's how I always kind of like like to approach my music where it's just like hey there's sometimes it's like hey you might need a little bit more like aggressive Chris or hey you might be a lot more melodic Chris or hey mm -hmm. you might just need to hear the you got, I might just have to give a space for the instrumental to breathe because the instrumental itself got a voice and that voice need to be heard so that's right yeah that's how I kind of like that's uh, that percussion breakdown like that taught me like a lot as far as like everything out of time and place Sometimes you don't need to show your best features all the time. You need to have that time like set aside and set up for the best features to come. That's right. You know, I love that. I love everything has their their place. Every instrument has their place. Every sound needs to fit together, right? And so, you know, I don't know if you saw that um, that post. I think somebody posted posted it up on Instagram saying. So what if the 808 is out of tune? You know, who cares? Let them make, let them make music. And it's like, yeah. But realistically, the 808 needs to be in tune because it fits yeah. within the construct of the system of sounds that are being created to, you know, really exude whatever that musical expression is. And if there's things that are out of whack in that, then of course those things don't sound. You know, you can pick it up because you would listen to a song. You'd be like, "Wait, what's that?" Oh, it sounds like it's off. Like, why is that off? Like, that sounds weird. Like, and it kind of just takes the whole mood out of it. And you're just like, "Okay, well, no." I mean, there's a cohesiveness when it comes to to music. Everything lives and breathes together. You know what I mean? Like, it just th there's there's a type of uniformity when it comes to to those sounds. You know, I had a conversation with, with a friend of mine the other day. And he was like, you know, doing this whole music thing and, and working with the things, that he, the tools that he's working with, he said it made him realize that he needed to take a step back and think more about the philosophy of why he's creating this song. Sounds that are supposed to go together, the feeling that, he's, that he wants to generate. So he's taking this... Right. He's taking his time and composing and creating, you know, that that musical composition. 
Well, a lot of times, most people probably don't. They just put, oh, I got an 808, I got a hi-hat, some snares, some drums. <laughs> you know, I hit, I got a song. But, yeah. you know, you know. so, so for you, what's kind of like your philosophy, your motivation behind creating the music that you create? What inspires you? Ooh, that is a great question. I'm excited. So, kind of going back to, like, J. Cole, like, there's a lot of, like, people that influence, like, if I had to name, like, some of my, like, most influential, like, uh, rap artists were just, like, cool, J. Cole be one of them. Uh, I always love and, like, admire, like, big storytelling. One of my favorites for a long time was Andre 3000 because I thought it was super rare. It was, uh, I want to say, the art of storytelling part four uh, that Andre was just like, hey, you know, if this girl's in a committed relationship and she's trying to, like, cheat with me, I'm just going to, like, kick her out because I don't want nothing to do with her. And I thought that was so amazing because, like, you know, most rappers, they would brag about, yeah, I got your girl, yada, yada. And Andre's mm -hmm. like, no, like, I don't want to be a part of that. And uh, he always, like, Andre's always there to be different. But, like, stuff like that, I was just like, all right, cool. I kind of gravitate to, like, hey, what feels natural? Like, what's what's a dream? Like, do nobody... For lack of a better word, nobody dreams about like having like, oh yeah, I got all the women. This is like, this is how I'm gonna grow to like the mm -hmm. day I'm, I'm born until the day I die. Like, no, we dream about having a family. We dream about different things like that. So like, kind of seeing like, hey, here's the route that I'm trying to focus on. Like, be better. Like, those are some of the artists like I would try to. Now, granted, yes, I would be the first day. If somebody goes to my playlist to be like, well, Chris, you got so-and-so on there. I'd be like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie to people because I already know somebody's going to call me. I'd be like, well, Chris, you said this song the other day. You... But, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, because I know hey. somebody's going to be in the comments and be like, yeah, I see you, Chris. We, hey, we but, all uh, got those songs that kind of like in our, like, I still listen to that, yeah. though, but right yeah i mean you know it's, i listen to it but i don't like i don't live it but you know i listen to it right but uh but, but kind of going back to like what you said like there's like there are songs where like i can have them repeat and just kind of get like lost in the lyrics because yeah like some of the things that you kind of like take for granted where it's just like oh kind of going back to like you said like love yours it's just like man it's it's truly it's truly amazing to uh kind of look back and be like yeah like this artist, I, I feel like he's normal. I feel like I have a conversation with him. I won't necessarily be starstruck. And I think that's what, that's the artist where I kind of aspire to be, where, like, I, if somebody was like, hey, Chris, you know, let's take a picture. I'd be like, yeah, cool. Like, we could take a picture. I don't want to say no to a picture. But I would rather just kind of kick it with you and just have a conversation and get to know you. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like, hey, as much as people say, hey, there's some artists that change their lives, I also believe the same thing can be true, vice versa. Hey, there might be somebody that changed my life. And I'll be like, wow, thank you. So, mm. yeah, that's kind of who I kind of aspire to be as, like, an artist. Yeah, that's 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 dope. Chris. No, that <laughs> that's dope, Chris. Now, that, that, I mean, that <laughs> you know, is dope. Bit. I mean, you know, just a little bit. I mean, that, a that's, bit. that's a very, uh, I would say that that's a dope way of looking at it is is to be that inspiration to to others i will tell you if i meet j cole i'm gonna be starstruck for, of, for this for this moment and just just for that moment and be like yeah what's good bro hey, i love nice it to meet you. like I'll, yeah i'm yeah for that moment it's gonna happen 
But oh yeah, no, I understand. It just but then uh, maybe like two seconds after that, we're like, okay, cool, let's. Hey, what's good? Let's dab it up. But yeah, I think I think one of the things that you said, and I think this is something that. So let me let me phrase it this way: music is cyclical, right? At least I believe music is cyclical. It starts mm-hmm. off here, and it may be. You know, this way for five years, and then it goes over here and that way for five years and then this way for five years. And then, it, you know, it comes back, you know, so it's, it's kind of like this cycle where we start off yeah. with lyricism, where we start off with lyricism and then it goes kind of to here and then the mumble. And most people realize, oh, you know what, let's get back to some real lyrics. And I think for me and probably for others as well, because you said it, you said you listen to the lyrics and the lyrics have meaning. And a lot of times when you listen to music today, I think the meaning in the lyrics are gone. I mean, let me think about it right now. I mean, granted, I will tell you, and as anybody, I'm, I'm, I'm not tell I'm, I'm a, what type of baby I am, but right. Let's say I'm back in the day, baby. I'm a back in the day baby, right? Yeah. But we had lyricism. We had a couple of outliers who would do some other different type of things, but we had real lyricism. And a lot, not a lot of the rappers back in the time that I was listening to rap music were talking about, you know, cars and cars and girls and money. And I mean, that wasn't like the whole thing. A lot of them were really talking about delivering a real message to people. And then it gravitated towards that kind of in the 2000s around there somewhere where and now, yeah. you know, we got into the mumble rap and now we're kind of making our way back to lyricism. But yeah, I think like, that's something that's missing is... It's a cycle, but I think that's something that's missing is because you find very few artists that you can really gravitate towards that really touch you from a lyrical perspective. Not not just the flow, but the content of what they're yeah. saying. The content. It's funny you of what say that saying. because uh, me and my friend a uh, few we was actually talking about that uh, this weekend actually where we think mm. like we definitely believe it going in a cycle, and I think right now like this cycle like we're, we're at lyricism but i think what people are yearning for is like that emotion like that being relatable where it's just like yes not everybody can relate to having five cars i i, I can't, can't relate to having five I, cars i just i can i got two one for me one for me. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Look, hey, like but the cool part but on the flip side everybody can relate to like oh i have insecurities i'm dealing with or mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, I might have some family issues I'm doing with. Or, hey, I got the butterflies for this woman who I'm attracted to, but I don't know how to right. say I'm attracted mm-hmm. to you without mm-hmm. falling on my face and already planning our future out together. I haven't even, like, asked you what your name is. Like, I feel like everybody kind of, like, have, like, those feelings. So, like, I mm. think now, I think people are kind of yearning for that. And I think we're slowly kind of getting to, like, all right, cool, we got the lyricism. But now let's add those emotions that people can relate to. Like, I feel like we're aiming towards that. And mm. I think I, I feel good. I feel good with where we're going right now. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of soulful artists out there that is. Uh, right. Yeah. Setting the trend. Right. So. So what do you think is is missing to push that along, to push us into that next era of of music? Hmm. That's a great question. I think. Uh. Me personally, I think kind of being daring to be different. I thought the trendsetter, like I know 
so when I started when I started like rapping and like in between projects, I would do like this like one minute rap video called like Therapy Thursday. And like what I would touch on, I would touch on like a lot of vulnerability. I would, I try to make sure like I share people like share my journey with like therapy with people because uh for me, like before I decided to go to therapy, like I was just like, all right, cool. I was kind of like used to talking about, I was competing with myself against everybody else. I was trying to figure out, Hey, you know, let me be the best version of Chris in their eyes instead of trying to figure out who is Chris. So I took like, I went to therapy, kind of figured out, figured that out. Uh, that's actually kind of how I figure out how I want to be a rapper. That's another fun fact. But, uh, yeah. So I started like doing these therapy Thursdays, kind of just like talking to people and kind of like venting and then kind of just, you know, being vulnerable, being the, uh, poster boy for the lack of better words, like granted, yes, there's bigger artists with bigger platforms than me, but I do believe like, Hey, if we talk about like more vulnerability, like, Hey, it's okay to say somebody hurts you. Like we don't have to be the hardest guy out there. Like, Mm. I think more people starting to show that vulnerability, I think will have like a true change in waves. Like everybody can be that guy. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a lot of people spent the time trying to get to that be that guy versus like always being that guy. You can't be at the top forever. Mm. You know, it's, you always can't be at the top forever. So, okay, so so let me go back and ask you this then based upon what you just said. Yeah. Do you think that the culture of hip hop being centered around being braggadocious has somehow led to people not not sharing those vulnerabilities with through their music, right? I mean, when you think about hip hop oh, back in the day, hip hop was crazy braggadocious, right? I mean, kind of like you said, yeah. I got your girl, I took your car, I robbed you, your mom's, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, like, cause I know it's gonna be a long question, but. Because today no, we hear about, because today we hear a lot about mental health and the music. But back then we didn't hear about mental health and music. There was nobody talking about mental health and music, and so I'm curious to know if mental health awareness now in music has been brought forth because people back in the day weren't really talking about it. They weren't really trying to be vulnerable and express themselves that way because they were trying to be the hardest dude on the block. And I mean, I, that was just, that was just music back then, especially rap. Yeah. Like, so I, I love, I love the layers of that question. So I'll start with like, I do believe like, cause back in the day there was, you only had like limited access to what you have. So like either you got, Limited access, like, oh, I'm listening to the radio, I'm listening to CDs I have, or I'm listening to, like, hey, what my friends have. So, like, whatever region you was kind of in, hey, that's kind of, like, the rap you kind of got. That's right. So, yeah. like, so, like, now, kind of, like, looking, like, nowadays, like, I can, I don't have to be in Chicago to listen to drill music, or, like, I can, I can, like, listen to, like, listen to, like, UK rap. Like, I love, like, I love that. But, uh, I do believe, like, back in the day, like, hey, that braggadocious behavior kind of just, like, almost kind of set people up for this, like, false persona where, like, they don't re- they don't put in the work to, like, be the person who they want to be. It's just like, hey, like, look mm. at, I mean, you know, like, this micro fame, if you will. Like, all right, right, cool, I can take pictures beside this, like, Lamborghini or, hey, I can show you I'm at the 
Flyers Club or whatever, which is cool. <laughs> like, hey, if you if that's your life, cool. No right. harm, no foul. I'm not like I said. Like somebody's gonna catch me in the spot. Be like, Chris, you said this. I'm just like, look, <laughs> I get it. I'm human. I'm not look. But we on the flip hey. side, <laughs> we're all <laughs> human. But uh, on the flip side, it's just like I do believe that there are some people that don't put in the work to like, or they might say like, hey, this is a highlight, and they don't work on the behind the scenes. Like, yeah, it's great to it's great to say like, oh, I got like. I'm in the hottest club right now, but hey, are your bills paid? Do you mm. have a good connection with your family? Mm. Uh, are you a good friend? Like, I think people kind of like annoy those factors because of that braggadocious, which is like, yeah, I got the money, but you get mm-hmm. a divorce, you don't see your children every day. Like, mm. like, and that kind of go like that to me. That kind of ties back to uh, <laughs> what, what we talked about was just like, yeah, like aiming to have that quote unquote like family life. Like I said, because. I'll, I'll speak for me like yeah like my aim is to you know have a family you know this and that so like i try to be conscious of hey if my kids kind of go, like, go back and like listen to like daddy's raps it's like hey daddy well you said you're gonna have 20 <laughs> women where's the other 19 and be like and then you know the mom gonna be like yeah where is yeah, the other 19 and be like it? all right cool daddy lied let's <laughs> let's just get out the way mm. but like yeah but like I, I think it's just like it's just one of those things where I think people do kind of forget like obviously like i say like life happens also at the same time i will say like hey that's the life you want to live hey i'm not going to judge you with that being said it's just not the life for me so like i try to make sure at least within my like rhymes and lyrics it's like hey let me kind of expose like not expose but like show the life i want to live let me show the hiccups that i'm learning along the way because i do believe like contrary to being braggadocious i do believe like hey you need to show people mistakes like that's why i kind of love i keep i keep going back to love yours but like when j cole you know was like hey you know the good news is you know you uh you made a long you went way. the wrong the way is, you went to, yeah you came like, a hey, long way that's, that's real that's right that's so that's real, real. Like, oh like oh I, I i say this all the time so like uh you know when j cole was like hey being broke was better I don't think mm-hmm. people realize, like, yo, money don't fix money problems. Like, oh, it doesn't. Man. Like, it doesn't. Man. Like, I, because I, because I try to tell people, like, yeah, like, I'm sure if you had, like, $100,000 today, like, yeah, there will be some issues. I'm not trying to discredit that, but, yeah, there's going to be some new issues kind of going back to Biggie. More money, no problems. Like, there's a lot of things that come with, you know more resources more time which is mm-hmm. like, oh so yeah like i i do i do believe like all that to kind of go around back to the original like yeah like i do believe that some parts of rap being braggadocious kind of put us in the state where we're kind of divided between being a quote-unquote man versus like hey being who you are because mm. sometimes <laughs> since everybody's being the man hey that might just be a norm and you being mm-hmm. you you just gonna attract attention just because you're different. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot. Oh my gosh, there was a lot in there. You know. You know, I would even say, you know, back in the day, a lot of people probably thought that they were being a man. You know what I'm saying? Like Oh yeah. Because mm, so you're gonna get into <laughs> <laughs> No, keep Ooh. going, B. We're here mm. for an hour. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I mean I mean here's the reality. And it's a sad reality, 
But if you go back and look at hip hop documentaries on hip hoppers, can we call them hip hoppers? Rappers, right? As they were being involved in this whole music scene and kind of paving the way for artists such as yourself. Think about their environment. Think about the, the environment they were growing up in. A lot of them grew up in single parent homes. It was the mom taking oh, yeah. care of them. My mom took care of me when I was growing up, right? My, and people know that, I tell the story. My father wasn't there. So my mom, eventually I had a stepfather who came into there, but my mom pretty much raised me. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And yeah. so, you know, you hear it, you gotta be the man. You're the man of the house now. Okay, I'm 14. How am I gonna be the man of the house? I don't, have, I don't have a job. I can't work because the labor law pretty much says in America, I can't work until I'm a certain age. So, yo, I see my boys out there on the corner, they're getting money though. So I'm gonna go get some money too because I'm the man. Yeah. Or what right. the definition, right? That definition of a man that nobody really clearly defined what the definition of a man is, the role of a man. True, we know it's taking care of your, your, your family, doing the things that you need to do. But there's also consequences that come with however you decide to to do that, right? Yeah. And so a 100%. lot of times you would find people going out and kind of doing, you know, things that they probably shouldn't have been involved in, but it was things that they were doing because the rent had to be paid. The electric bill had to be paid, right? The kids needed to eat. I'm the oldest. My younger brothers need to eat, right? So I'm going to go yeah. out here and get and get this money and take care of the things I need to take care of. And then once you get locked up, what happens? You can't take care of the family no more. Mom get evicted, kids starve, and it's like, but sometimes we don't think about that. You know, we have to have a better way of kind of, mm, like I said, ooh, there's a no. lot that goes in there that, I, oh my gosh, that I could talk about. But, you know, that's, that's yeah. kind of, that's the era I grew up. I grew up in the drug era, literally yeah. in the drug era. like. So it, it's funny you say that because uh, I'm not I'm not gonna put my friend on blast. I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah, no, don't but, do that. Uh, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Look, hey, I'm gonna get a phone call. I'll be like, Chris, what are you doing? Stop it. Hey, hey. But uh, no, one. Of, <laughs> but uh, one of my friends was doing some activities that he shouldn't been doing, and uh, and what's kind of wild about doing such activities, like people don't realize how smart you have to do, you have to be to do those activities. And the reason I say that because it's just like I remember talking to him like uh, he was moving and we was like we're cool we're chilling on the floor and mm -hmm. I'm just like man like that amount of, like and he's describing like everything I was like the amount of energy and like attention to details that you're putting in this right now you could just start a business and you'd be good like and like he looked at me wow just like really I was just like bro like, <laughs> <laughs> like the amount of like, details right, you, you told me. <clears throat> It's just like it is it's wild to me. But mm -hmm. at the same time, like that's why I told him it's like maybe maybe nobody told you you could do that or do mm -hmm. start a business. I don't even know what you're gonna start a business in, but I feel confident in whatever you start a business <laughs> in, you're gonna be good. And right. like it is it's wild because like you said, like just trying to get that in my mindset I do believe like trying to expose people to like a different lifestyle. Cause right. So to kind of give background, like my mom, single parent home, and my mom raised me. I was fortunate, like the three women I always like saved in my life is like my grand, my auntie, and uh, my mom. So like one of the things I'll always give props for like, my mom doing, she would like 
kind of like uh let me stay at like different like friends house or different family mm-hmm. members house to kind of like get exposed to like a different lifestyle where it's just like oh i don't necessarily have to think like oh single parent lifestyle i'm just gonna like stay in swanee forever like mm-hmm. hey you know go see the world hey interact with different people outside like your culture and things like that so like when i got that exposure it taught me like a there's a lot more similarity to differences but then also b just like when coming back to like some of my roots and i kind of hearing like some people's thought process it's just like oh like she like she had a long-term vision of giving me that exposure because she was just like Mm. hey like I know you. Like she always said, like you're my child. You're not gonna do anything I haven't done. Like <laughs> you're not gonna outdo me. Like I did it. And come to doing things. But right. Let me at least put you in an environment to where, hey, you can. Like you said, like instead of doing activities, hey, you can be a business owner. Hey, you can have right. a foresight for your future and things right. of that nature. So like, have to give her like a whole lot of props for that. Right. Right. You know what's so crazy about it? So prop one, props to your moms for that. Two, and what's so crazy is that some of those activities, some of those skills are transferable. That's what's, that's the crazy part. Very transferable. So they definitely transferable, right? Like I couldn't do it because I was never really good at math. So ain't no way I'm trying to talk about how to cut up and how to slice and how to measure and you know how much it yeah. takes to create. I wasn't good at math, so I'm like I failed. Math, <laughs> so <clears throat> I love. Yeah, it. as soon as they start putting symbols in. In math, I was done. I was like, yeah, I don't know what any of that means. So I'm, I'm done. But those skills are transferable. But you're right, is that you do have the capacity to do something else with those skills versus doing whatever that is. Now, I'm not judging anybody. I just know because I've seen people do it. Like I said, I grew up in the drug era. Yeah. Crack was, crack was everywhere. I've seen it all, right? Seen it. Yeah. But there still is the ability to say, okay, how can I still take whatever's happening and use it for something that's that's good for myself and for my family? Okay, now I'm gonna stay on that too long because you know it is what it is. But, yeah, all good. <laughs> but I appreciate the conversation and going down that path to talk about that. So let's switch gears and talk about some music. So I hear that there's an EP yes, somewhere coming out by some dude named Chris Taylor. Let's talk about yes, sir. the EP. What can we expect it? What was your process behind creating it? And what message were you communicating to every to all your listeners through this through this EP? Yeah. <laughs> Story time. Cool. Let's do it. So uh, EP, EP is called The Lost Compass and it's actually coming out tomorrow, which is perfect. So if you're listening, also, first of all, appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in to this great interview. And then uh, second of all, yeah, uh, The Lost Compass coming out on all streaming platforms, website, uh, social media, all that good fun stuff, if you don't know, at dopechristaylor.com. But anyway, yeah, so The Lost Compass, the creation of it is, is wild because uh, this project probably took two years in the making. And uh, me and one of my great friends, like, uh, we kind of linked up and... The way we kind of linked up was, uh, it was my birthday, I want to say 2020, 2020, and my brother was just like, went to the great friend, was like, hey, you know Chris raps, right? You know, hey, go make him some beats. And he was just like, oh, you know, hey, my beats ain't good enough for Chris and yada yada. So like, he was just like, no, nah, just make him some beats. So then when he made me beats, 
I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was just like, yo, he's way like his beats are way too good for me. And so like it was it was ironic. So it was just like, alright, cool. We started linking up and we started making like a whole bunch of songs. Like I think after like the first ten, fifteen songs, like we kinda of decided to like scrap everything because like it wasn't authentic. Like we was making hits but like we kinda of like, we had like a work relationship versus like, hey, let's kinda of do this like based off friendship because we that's like we're both givers, so it's like mm. the more he give to me, like the more I would give to him. So like once we kinda of, like had that foundation and kinda of, like learn our like each other's like work process. Oh no, we became unstoppable. We did like another ten to fifteen and we kinda of, like narrowed it down to like four. And so like and the reason we kinda of chose four because it's like, alright, cool, you know, cardinal directions, north, south, east, west. Uh each song sounds completely different from the other song. Mm. Uh, it just goes in a different directions where you might have like one that might be your quote unquote anthems like, yeah to like one Just get turned up. Like, yeah. You got, <laughs> then you got your one that's like, Alright, cool, like I'm being like a a little bit more vulnerable to like, hey, there's one where it's just like that like that braggadocious that we all kinda of mm-hmm. fell in love with hip hop. Yeah, yeah. But also kinda of putting like a crisp into it where it's just like yeah, like the the amount of things that I kinda of like work for. Like I will always tell people like I don't believe I'm talented. And not from like a negative standpoint, but more so like I don't believe I'm talented because I believe like, hey, whatever your heart desires, as long as you're putting the work and consistency behind it, you can achieve it. And I always tell myself that because cool. That just focuses on like Chris, just you know, get your verse today. Cool. Make sure you practice your freestyling. Cool. Make sure you practice like creating this and that or try different things. And uh yeah, like I, I do believe hard work beats talent. Like now obviously we talk about like sports, that's a whole different thing. But just for the sake of this argument, yeah. So No, I yeah, I'm gonna cut you off, brother. I'm gonna cut yeah, you off. But it. I think I think in everything. I think hard work beats talent in everything. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, look, look at, look. At, okay, look. I don't know what type of TV shows you watch, right? Yeah. But look at, but look at Naruto. Though. I mean, do you watch Naruto? You ever heard of this? Oh Naruto no, show? I love anime. Okay, oh, can... look, look. So look at Naruto, right? Naruto, he wasn't the most gifted. That boy put in work. Nah. Though. Look at <laughs> Hokage, Hokage, right? I mean, so <laughs> using Naruto examples, but, but yo, I think that. Hard work will always. Bro, I literally got like Naruto be... stickers right here. Hey, like, I'm in there. Look, like hey, I'm in there, sir. Look, I think he will always see. I don't know how I even knew that you like Naruto, but I think. <laughs> but hard. I mean, to me, when I think about you know hard work, even as is even though it's a, a a fictional character, that is a was an amazing demonstration of hard. Sasuke was talented. Not Na, Naruto had hard work. And we saw what his hard work was able to do over Sasuke's talent. Yeah. Right? Like, <clears throat> I think it is. Okay, sorry, I'm going to bring anime into it. But no, you're good. I, you're good. Yeah, I think I think hard work like, will always be talent. Yeah, no questions asked about that. Because, and the reason I always tell people that, because I tell people like, hey, like, no, inspire to chase your dreams. Like, do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. Mm. So, like, yeah. Shout yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to moms. Shout out to moms. But uh, yeah, like it's definitely one of those things where, that like with that process, like just kind of like going back and forth with my boy Kyle and just like figuring out like, hey, what is what is our sound? 
And mm-hmm. like once we kind of like, cause we, it's funny because we have two different backgrounds. So he'll listen to like a lot of like drill music from like Keith Chief days to like a lot of New York drills, and he'll put me on different stuff like that, like a lot of UK stuff. And uh, I kind of came from like, I said like, my uncle and like aunties like they love like Luther, Michael, mm-hmm. Lenny, all the like stylistics, like all them good cats. So like. So growing up with that hip hop, but at the same time, kind of growing up with that emotions too. Like we kind of like combined where it's just like we we didn't know how great we could be because it's like oh he got this like once we kind of made each other space where we could like grow and kind of going back mm-hmm. to the conversation where it's just like hey every sound has a purpose of composition. Oh, it was the dynamic do what happened. Like it was amazing. Like man, like. It, it was dope because yeah just watching watching it happen and just watch start getting to the feel of it yeah but all that same being said like once we spent two years working on a craft we just got to a point where just like yo we feel we feel comfortable like dropping something that's going to change like change the atmosphere where it's just like yeah this is this is our sound like there's no confusion when you kind of hear like the style like when you hear like mm. you know when you hear like a rick ross song you hear the Ugh, or like you know, oh, you can tell like different artists. Yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like that's that's kind of cool part about it. So it's just like, or I think a great artist to use as far as like a musical point, like Pharrell. Like I don't know if mm-hmm. people realize, like Pharrell will always have like a four count, like don't 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 don't, and then go into his mm-hmm. beat, but like. Yeah, so like we started, like we got our sound, and it's dope because it's like, yeah, mm. this is when you hear this. Oh, you got Chris and Kyle, and it's just like, is is the d- dynamic dude? Like, I'll be the first to tell people like, hey, this project would not exist without him because uh, hey, he believed in the vision, and like, we worked mm. together. He just said, hey, Chris, I just want to give you the tools where you need to succeed, and. I can't, like I said, like I always got to get props to him whenever I can because, yeah, like based off friendship, like it, it's weird to have a close friend you could work with on a professional level as well as maintain the friendship. Like, it's a yeah, rarity. I try to tell people that a lot. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a rarity, you know, because sometimes something's going to seep in and it may end up kind of causing some dissension within the ranks of brotherhood. And so I, yeah. I think it's, I think that's yeah, I think it, it was interesting. You said, you know, we started you started off with him kind of in that professional relationship. And then y'all were like, no, let's approach it like we're just friends. You give, I give. We build off each other. And it's just I think there's a dynamic when it comes to when it comes to that. Right. Because, you know, you said you already had made 15 songs, but sometimes chemistry isn't there during that process. Oh, yeah. But when you. But when you both settled into who you were and what you both were able to to give to each other, and magic, magic happened. Was, and, I, and I think that's it was amazing. Yeah, and I think that's a point that people need to get to, which goes back to that whole that whole conversation about beat makers versus producers, right? That oh, I'm a beat, I'm a producer because I think there's certain aspects that come with it. Not to even bring this whole beat maker versus producer conversation back yeah, to the yeah. forefront because I know how everybody get with this conversation. <laughs> but, but the one thing I have learned is that 
being a producer allows you to do exactly what you just said. It allows Man. me to have that connection because if I'm a, if I'm a producer, but I'm just selling beats on beat stars and I never get a chance to meet this person at all. We never really have a chance to kind of collaborate at that level to create that, that depth of music that I, as a producer want to create. And so that's why you hear a lot of producers say, find an artist, build with the artist, build your sound so that you can work cohesively and collectively with that person to even build your skill set as a producer, because that's what producers do. They work with other people to create the best music possible. That yeah. I, I love it. 100%. Not to bring not to bring that whole conversation back up, but there's <laughs> No, it's good though. Yeah. But that's it's yeah. relevant. Like it's very relevant. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So in creating this 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 album you know, we all, you, you kind of mentioned it, ups and downs. Uh, there's always going to be trials and tribulations with putting out, putting out music. There's going to be clashes between you and the person that, that you're working with. So how did you overcome some of those things, working with, working with the, your producer friend and kind of overcoming some of those situations? Yeah, uh, I think the, one of the things that we kind of like lucked up in our favor is we kind of just over-communicated. And... I, I stress to people like, hey, communication is like the key to like make everything good. Like it's almost best to over communicate and then be like, oh, cool. Hey, I know what you need from me. I, I know what to give you and then vice versa. But uh, that kind of like saved like a lot of the stuff where it's just like I know kind of like with previous people I worked with before, it's just like, hey, I might have like, hey, here's my time frame. Well, here's like the timeline I'm trying to like knock things out. But I may not communicate that on my part or vice versa. Like, Hey, I might reach out be like, Hey, where's this? I thought we agreed on this date and I didn't know, like they're dealing with personal issues. I think, uh, communication, like I will always tell people like communication can solve a lot of problems offhand and just also professionalism. Like, you know, like if somebody is like, Oh, Hey, let's meet up at seven o'clock. Like don't show up at like eight 15 and be That's like, Oh, right. why are you mad at me? Like, <sighs> It just goes like it always goes That's back to right. communication, man. Like, That's like right. I will, I will give that to all my problems. Like, if you over communicate, you should be good. And tone, tone. Watch, people need to watch their tone mm. because uh, tones can maybe be mistaken. Just like, oh, mm -hmm. like I can say, oh, that's okay. Or like, oh, that's okay. Like that's right. two, two of the same things. That's then, hey, like, look, you talking to a person who teaches communication, so. <laughs> Trust me, I know, brother. I can get into a whole thing about communication and tone and intent and inflection and word choice. Yeah. Oh, I can get into the whole, I can get the whole thing. But I think communication is is key. And I think, as you said, communication. Well, not, I don't even want to think. I know communication can solve a multitude of issues that that people have if you just communicate effectively with one another. But that's the issue. People don't know how to communicate effectively with one another. They, we just we just talk and, and say stuff, but we don't know how to really communicate. And I'm going to do a series, communication series. Maybe that maybe I need to do that. But please do. Yeah, because uh, yeah, no, I teach I teach corporate business leaders from CEOs of, co of companies to frontline on how to communicate effectively. See, I'm see right now when I do these interviews, I'm not in 
I'm not in my corporate training role, right? So I can say yeah. like, yeah, that's what's up. Hey, we getting into it. But yeah. oh yeah, no, when I'm really in that corporate world, yes, sir, it is a completely different, completely different beast. I may do that. Let me write that down. I may have hey, to do that I communication. Yes, sir. I can tell you off rip. I'm gonna tune into that because I always I do it. that's something that you always can keep learning. Like it's not like, mm -hmm. oh, I reached this level of communication. I'm good. Like the moment you stop yeah. learning, it's over. Like it's forever over a student. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. So so let's kind of stay on the the challenges. What challenges have you experienced in your music career, and how did you deal with those? I mean, I know we talked about communication, but just in your overall career itself. What did you one? What did you learn from it, and two? How did you overcome it? Oh, there's a yeah, there's a few challenges actually. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. Let me start off with budgeting. I will be the first to say if people budget before they start a project, you will save so many heartaches and like he headaches. Like, I will be the first to say like throughout my earlier like parts like earlier projects stuff like that I'll, I'll overspend like because i wasn't thinking about like oh instead of paying uh 150 dollars for like studio time i can just buy a microphone and like cool like learn how to record myself or like oh i need to get the mixes let me just go ahead and drop cash like no budgeting will save a lot of headaches heartaches all that good fun stuff like that's one thing I had to learn because like cool when you cash out and you're just like oh I don't have any funds left for marketing or like pushing this out or things of that nature cool yeah, it's gonna be really hard for like people or new fans to kind of like hear you like I would budgeting was definitely a learning experience as well as well just like making our making authentic social media content and I think mm. That's, I think, not even just like, I'm still learning that process, but I would definitely say, I think that's what a lot of artists are kind of like missing, where it's just like, we don't necessarily need to like post just to be a like, hey, let me post to see how to get as many likes as possible. Right. Like, you want to kind of show your fans, like, you almost have to step into a role of a fan. Like, I ask myself, like, hey, what do I want to see from my favorite artists? Like, do I, like, I like, I like to be like a music nerd. Like, I like mm -hmm. to see, like, all right, cool. Uh, what was the reason why he made this song? Like, what was the setting behind this? Or like, what was the inspiration behind this uh, right. album name with different things like that? And I almost kind of have to reverse engineer that to my social media posts, which just like, oh, mm. cool. Like, I like, uh, like I said, I, I'm in, one of the things I'm into is like, uh, boxing, I'm trying to get better at it. So like, I feel like, oh, if I knew Jake, like I know J. Cole was into uh, kickboxing as well, just like, you know, being a basketball mm. player, like, Different things like that were just like trying to provide that authentic social media content versus like, oh, uh, I'm going to post a picture of like me in the studio. I'm just going to dedicate everything on social media about the music, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. But if you try to approach it like, hey, everything is just music, everything's just music, mm -hmm. people may confuse that versus like, oh, you're pushing a product versus like, hey, I'm trying to get to know you as an artist. Like, we, right. like, I feel like we all want to know our favorite artists versus like, oh, here's a song. See you later. Here's a song. See you later. Right. Like, right. That, that was another learning experience that I had to, like, learn where it's just like, 
I can I can keep going with all my mistakes, but I feel like it's great. Though. No, uh, but like that's the cool thing about because I feel like I tell people like, hey, I made a whole lot of mistakes. Hey, we all Let make me them. Least safe. Let me save we you the trouble. Them. And uh, yeah, just to learn about my mistakes. That's right. But, yeah, you know, I mean, but I think those two things are are important. Marketing, or let me go back. Budgeting, so that you can market. That's yeah. always a good thing. But budgeting, really thinking about where are your, you know, your expenses and really mapping out those expenses and then being able to say, okay, based upon these expenses, what can I do to maybe minimize some of these expenses? Now, I mean, any artist, you don't need to pay for beats, but beats are an expense, buy them, okay? Yeah. And I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the other ones. Buy yeah, beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, y'all buying everything else. Buy your beat. Like literally, you know what I'm saying? Like, can hey, all, don't be that guy. Can all producers please get paid? Right. <laughs> Look, hey, this is. I'll be the first to tell people, like, yeah, nobody Buy wants to hear the <laughs> producer tag because, hey, like, I, I, try, I try to tell people, like, oh, there's one more. Can I add one more lesson oh, I learned in this journey? Man, of course. So, if there's, if there's one lesson, I, I, I really say that definitely made a huge impact is uh learn like not, don't necessarily go find a team but you can't do everything by yourself like and i think that's one thing i would say with one of my first projects i tried to do everything i was just like cool you know i'm gonna do the mixing and i'm gonna do the uh mastering and recording and this and that and yada mm-hmm. yada and like i crossed the finish line like could have been better yeah it could have been better because like hey i didn't have to spread myself so thin Right. I think when you kind of like find people uh, aligning up, align with the same vision, as well to make sure I, I take care of people. Like I, I just want to like say mm-hmm. out on the record because I think people often kind of forget. Just like oh, well you know I'm giving them exposure or clout. It's just like no, I can't, I can't, I can't live off clout. No exposure. Like can't clout live off exposure. Don't pay bills. Right. Georgia Power do not care for clout. Hey, hey, how much clout like, you got today? <laughs> How much ex- how oh, much exposure know. do you have in your exposure account? No. Yeah, like no, <laughs> like treat people right because like, like I'll definitely be this first to say like if you give more than somebody expect, they're always gonna look out for you, and that's the thing where that's I right. think a lot of, a lot of people, or some up and coming people in music kind of forget that where it's just like oh everything's like transactional, transactional. Mm-hmm. No, like you're here to build relationships. You're not gonna go, to. Like, perfect example, like, you're not going to go to somebody that's like, oh, I want this person to be my wife. You're not going to just be like, hey, come marry me, and you haven't even said anything to them. No. (laughs) Right. You're going to first, hopefully, ask their name. Well, I don't know, maybe some... Uh, uh, Never mind. (laughs) 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 I can't wait to see the comments. (laughs) Hey, come here. What it is. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I take it. you as my wife. What you gonna do? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. don't hey, happen I in America. Real, I'm gonna tell you that it ain't in America that happened. But <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> Woo, uh, yeah. I, I hope I hope two of my friends are looking at this. Where I can reference this, that, this back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. this. We're gonna talk about this interview tomorrow. <laughs> I already know. I'm I'm hyping it yeah, up. Yeah, they ain't gonna do that in America. But um, yeah. no, I mean, I think that's an, I think. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, that's awesome. Come that's here. Awesome. Come over here. here. You admit oh. it to me now. Like what? Like yes. What you going to never? Oh, Let me it. stop. Let me stop before I get <laughs> <laughs> before, before I have some people calling me. Hey, heard what you said. Oh. Like, hey, my bad. I love but, uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, I love so, it. so a couple of things I'm gonna build off of that. Uh, as we get ready to wind down our time here, man. Like I said, I love I love these interviews. I love the conversation. It's natural. I mean, we just we just gel. So, yes, you got a budget. You have to budget. I mean, how many people go into whatever they're doing not counting the cost? Like, I don't I don't get that. You got to count the cost. You got to know how much it's going to cost you to do whatever you're going to do. And whatever you go, how much, however much money you're going to spend, half of that needs to be in marketing. True. So if if you're going to Very spend ten, if you're going to spend ten grand, five goes to marketing, five goes to everything else, creation of the album, paying producers, five goes to marketing. Like you want people to hear it. No question. DM and me and and my uh, Instagram does not work. I do not. As soon as I see it, d- delete. Uh, I'm deleting it. This, you don't have a DM marketing strategy. Stop doing that. Okay, like that's not a marketing strategy. But anyway, but I think that's critically important, having a budget and you definitely cannot do it by yourself. Find people like Chris has been saying, find people that complement what you do. Right. And that can help build what you do. Find people who have the same energy that you do and want to see you be successful and then praise them. Kind of, you know, give them pats on the back. Thank them for the job that they're doing this. Yes. And here's here's the crazy part about all of this, Chris is that after we do our interview today, I'm going to sit in this room and I have another video to record. And in this video, we're going to talk about all that. Literally, <laughs> almost, that's something like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to do a review on um, my man Jay Hatch's book, How I Left the Music Industry. Was it How I Left the Music Industry? Jay Hatch, what's your book called, man? Yeah, How I Left My Job. I'm looking at the book over here. How I Left My Job and Made It in the Music Industry. And so I'm going to do a whole review on that. And in that, he talks about some of those things. So I'm going to sit over here in my little corner and make this video after this, after this interview. But yeah, man, those are the critical, critical things that people, I would ask what advice you were going to give people, but that's it. Hey, treat people, treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat people. Oh, mm-hmm. I heard this, uh, last, last saying treat nor or treat celebrities like normal people treat normal people like celebrities like celebrities Boom. yep that's right you ain't you won't go wrong you won't go wrong you won't go wrong because celebrities want to be treated as normal people well i think some of them do there's some that i've seen yeah. that don't hey they <laughs> no, i feel you i, feel you. <laughs> I think I, I think we give them too much never mind no, hey, look, hey, I, I can't, I can't drop names out here. Ooh, <laughs> I could, I could, I, I want to so bad, cause yeah, why y'all? Uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. you figure uh, out. I already see my phone blowing up, just like who, who? Mm, not today, statement. Yeah. <laughs> can't catch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let me make sure I'm, I'm cool because that's one thing Jay Hatch talks about in his book too. But <laughs> yeah, I I'm not gonna drop names, but we know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. But man, Chris, it's been it's been awesome. You know, I didn't tell everybody how we kind of met. You know, most people that I interview, I kind of have some type of relationship with in some type of way. 
but for those who know, and me and Chris were talking about this earlier, we met at an ASCAP holiday party, like right before COVID hit. And it was a great holiday party. Um, Jason, uh, what's Jason's last name? I think Redrick. Is it Redrick? Or is it Red? Oh, Jason Reddick. Yeah, Jason Reddick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and ASCAP had invited us to come to the holiday party. And we were like, that was like, bad. I rolled through. I brought the artist that I was managing at the time. And I happened to meet Chris there. We got into a conversation. I was like, man, that's no pun intended, but I was like, yo, that's dope. I love what you're doing. Let's stay connected. <laughs> and we did. You know, now it's taken us almost two years to get him on the on the show. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad that we're here now to talk about, you know, all things Chris. And so, man, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate the work that you're doing. I appreciate the conversation. And um, I'm looking forward to the EP dropping tomorrow. Please make sure y'all can get it. Please tell people where they can find it so that they can be tuned in to go listen to it. Yeah, uh, you can find the EP at all social media platforms uh, at Dope Chris Taylor or go to the website www.dopechristaylor.com. And I can't stress how much I appreciate this interview, B. Like, this was two years in the making, but at the same time, like, I feel like this was well worth the wait because this natural conversation, like, is is wild. And, yeah, like, it just, it's human. Like, it's human. I wish people, like, realized that, like, it's, it's real love. Like, so I appreciate you, my man. Man, I appreciate you too, man. You know, so once again, make sure y'all follow him at Dope Chris, Dope Chris Taylor and check out his music, blow up the EP. And man, I'm just excited for what's happening for you, especially after tomorrow when that EP drop. Hey, it's going to be good, man. That's <laughs> right. Hey, that's right. North, South, East, West. <laughs> South, East, West. Oh, right. Man, but now, now you got to now you got to come up with an album with the uh, what, are, what are those types of directions called when it's like Northwest and Southwest and Southeast? Oh, and like uh, what are those? That's uh, the because um, we got the cardinal direction. the name of it. And then, you know, those are the, the basic ones. But then whatever those are called. Um, I don't know anybody in the, in, the, the, in the chat know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you know, I, I, I wasn't a, car, a cartographer, so I don't, I don't know. I'll make maps. Hey, you and me but. both, we're in the same boat. <laughs> Look, hey, lost in the sauce right now. Lost in the sauce. But man, stick around for just a moment while I close this out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, man, once again, we had a great, that's why I love doing these interviews because it's just so, like Chris said, it's so human, right? These are not your typical interviews where I just sit and read questions from a sheet. I'm building upon everything that we talk about and I love doing that. And so, you know, if you're interested in being a, a guest here on We Create Music TV, you can go right over to our website, www.wecreatemusic.tv, click on schedule your interview and take a moment to schedule your interview. Right. So if you're interested, make sure you go ahead and and do that today. But thank you for tuning in. Once again, you can catch our interview series every Monday and every Thursday at 7 p.m. And you can also catch our other videos that we drop throughout the week on Thursday at 2 p.m. There's a video going up every Thursday at 2 p.m. for the rest of the year. So stay tuned. We got all types of content coming to you from We Create Music TV. We got some panels that are planned for this year, four of them. Uh, that I'm working on to bring you some great content for the music creator. So, you know, I'm, I got a post and I'm a post up that we create music TV is supportable. 
we are supportable and we appreciate your support to support us and what we are doing as we support you in your efforts as music creators. But enough of that. Thank you for tuning in. Greatly appreciate it. Peace.